I'm Adam Manis. We're frisky, now we're aren't feeling we? frisky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Jazz Talk. Jazz Talk. Jazz Talk. Coming at you. Jazz play. Jazz Talk. You know what I miss about coming at you is I used to say coming at you is sponsored by Open Studio. Okay. Well, yeah. let's go back to it. Jazz Talk sponsored by Open Studio. Jazz Talk That's sponsored by Open Studio. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com. We have always a lot of exciting things happening at the end of the year. We have some great New Year specials coming up. And yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a cool time to come into the community because if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, we're going into a new year. Yeah. Actually, now that I think of it, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's going into a new year. We're going into a new year anytime. You know why? Because we use the Greco-Roman. I was going to say the Greco-Romans. <laughs> yeah, thank right. you to the uh, to the shout out to the Greeks <laughs> for um, all of the uh, the calendars. Yeah. So uh, okay, this is an interesting episode today because full disclosure, we've done thirty-seven takes. Of There's this. been some ebb and flows. <laughs> there's been some stops and starts. Stops. There's been starts. some. Uh, there's been some. There's been some interesting times that we've had, and we've got seventeen minutes to get this in. So, so let's do it. So, but I am stoked about this. Yeah. So this, this happened. Uh, this is this is something we've been sort of um, simmering on here at Open Studio, cloying around. We've been <laughs> pawing at uh, very gently for the last cup. Bear. We've been come bear back pawing. episode. Wait, I think I've got you. No, I missed it. <laughs> We've been bear pawing this uh, for a couple of months here. Ever since we had uh, the great Aaron Parks in our studio. By the way, was that intro? Were we supposed to be playing like Keith Jarrett? No, nah, man. We're supposed kind to be of. playing like John Coates Jr. It's, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we were uh, we were hanging out with Aaron Parks, who was- Like six weeks ago. Yeah. I dropped that name. Yep. Boom. Uh, like six, six, seven, eight weeks ago or something. Yeah. He was here in the studio recording a new course for Open Studio. Coming be on the soon. lookout for that. If yeah. you're an Open Studio member, you'll see that Amazing. on your dashboard very soon. Yep. And we were just talking about Keith Jarrett. Yeah. As, as, as you would. Jazz pianists might be doing over lunch. Yeah. And he kind of out of nowhere was like, well, you guys have heard John Coates Jr., yeah. right? I think he was even kind of like, oh, well, you know, that was from Coates. And we were, I was like, wait, what? He has like a magic yeah, code. Yeah, like or Peter's antennas. Like, yeah. Zoom, 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 came but up. I mean, he, but then he kind of looked at us like, oh, you don't know. He got excited. Yes. Aaron. Yes. That we didn't know about the Coates, a Jarrett connection, alleged unsolved mystery and then he connected his phone to our bluetooth yes via bluetooth and he played us this it's from 1974 this is the jazz piano of john coates jr If you're thinking like I am, it sounds familiar. A little bit Keith, Keith Jarrett-esque. That's Peter Martin-esque. Now, so what is it about that that, that is evocative of well, there's Keith these, You know, there's all these sort of like plagalisms, right? There's also all of that stuff. Yeah. There's plagal, plagal But that's resolutions. a little Vince Guaraldi too in there. It's a little Vince yeah. Guaraldi. The thing is, is when you sort of dig deep into who John Coates Jr. was, so this is all happening at- Clue the, number one coming up. This is all at the Deer Head Inn, which famously Keith Jarrett made a record live. Yes, the Deer a Head wonderful Inn. record. Uh, in Allentown, apparently, Pennsylvania. Hometown of Keith Jarrett. Keith Jarrett, clue number two. Uh, Keith played drums in John Coates Jr.'s band. Clue number three. When he was a teenager. <laughs> For two years, he played 
drums uh, behind John Coots, Coates Jr. playing piano. Yeah. And there's the similarities between the two, those, that specific sound. Obviously, Keith Jarrett has a world of sound at his fingertips. There's not yeah. just one influence, but it's hard to pinpoint a more like, that's that thing that Keith does right. than this. Um, and then there is like some speculation, like Ethan Iverson had a, has a blog, blog a blag is it a is it a christmas vlog is he doing blogmas is it a blogmas <laughs> no i don't think so no uh but about just a brief mention of this and kind of alluding to well did john coates steal this back from keith right this sound because there's an early john coates jr record in 1956 i've not heard i can't find yeah that apparently it sounds less like this and more right. like just a typical you so know, it's a question of the, is the tail wagging the dog and i think we said that they they were actually pretty close in age. John um, Coates is seven years older. So okay, seven, so okay, so yeah. a little bit separation. Or was seven years old. He passed away a couple Keith years was, ago. Right, but not yeah. that long ago, like what, five years ago or something. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's super interesting. And to me, it's not a big deal of like, wait, who's copying who? Who's it's copying? very interesting though. It's isn't interesting it? though. It's just so exciting to hear. I think probably it's a little bit overstated in terms of just like, this is where Keith got all his stuff because that just plays into yeah. like, he played with them when he was younger. But like we say, that we haven't seen any evidence that Coates was playing in this way that he did in the mid seventies, which obviously there's a lot of documented recordings of Keith by this point. Yeah, by seventy four playing like this. You know, with yeah. the American quintet, I think already maybe not the European, but I mean like the solo piano stuff facing you. Yeah. Um, you know, we're almost getting into Cone concert, getting close. So I mean, there's all this stuff. So Coates would have heard that. But it's certainly. definitely they're from the same place, which yeah. is that is interesting that there's a and sound is, out of this place. That's what's cool about it, like the Texas tenor things. Is yeah, there kind yeah, of a countrified? Yeah, yeah. What is this? The Poconos? Yeah, Allentown. Yeah, yeah. this is a Pocono. Mountain. Wait, is this that part of Pennsylvania? There's a great uh, President Biden, Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, as we call him at our house. Shout out, uh, Joe Biden. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, Joe, <laughs> um, he had a great quote. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he said the thing you got to know about Pennsylvania is you have Pittsburgh. Yeah. In the way I'm paraphrasing, in the, in the west. west you have Philadelphia in the east, and in between you have Alabama. That's correct. That's the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Joe's from Scranton, right? Scranton. Yeah, so yeah. he would Which, know. Also, John Coates Jr. lived in Scranton. I think he spent the last part of his life in Scranton. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Dunder Mifflin is based there. Of course. Uh, not, not you know, is there like, is this like Keith's influence or whatever? More just like there's a sound from this area yeah. between these two musicians. And also and I'm what's sure interesting beyond, right? is, and this is not to be uh, undersold, Peter, John Coates Jr. is bad. Yeah. Like he is incredible. Bad isn't good. Like, let's listen a little jazz more. Talk alert. This is a jazz talk alert from the jazz piano of John Coates. You can find this on Spotify or anywhere, but let's listen to this. This is um, Love is Enough, I believe. Love is Enough. All that two handed stuff. It's like a, it's a little bit 
obviously like a little bit rougher around the edges than right. all these hits here. Then Key's playing during this time. It isn't Prince but I think it's someone interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I've been listening to him since Aaron Parks hit this to him, and I really like his playing. I really like his whole concept. He is. I, I went on a little deep dive this morning of YouTube. I, there's one video of him, which is is pretty cool actually. I've been playing solo piano. But a lot of the videos that come up when you YouTube John Coates Jr. are he was a prolific choral arranger as well. Like mm. so his arrangement of Amazing Grace, you'll find like thirty versions on YouTube of and it all is is crediting him as the arranger. So So I'm just gonna read here from him. Maybe I'll throw it up here just for fun. Boom. Um so this is from uh, Ethan Iverson's blog, an obscure pianist. And look, I'm jumping into this, so we'll link to this whole article. He also has a great, famous interview with Keith Jarrett, one of the best, I would say. We'll link to that as well. Um, but an obscure pianist named John Coates Jr., who Jarrett heard locally growing up around Allentown, especially at the Deerhead Inn, was a significant influence. So this is Ethan saying that, I believe. Um, Coates didn't record anything resembling countrified piano. I love that phrase. I mean, uh, Which is what that is, all of this like... Right. Yeah, yeah. But and, and it's it was it, for another episode is what's in between country. <laughs> Can we try that? Can we try it again because we just played the same shit in two different keys. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, that's nothing countryer than playing in two keys at once. By by tonal country. <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll have another episode about the difference between country and uh, blues. That'll be fun. Uh, Coast didn't record anything resembling countrified piano until some years after Jarrett was a star. Certain tracks from the jazz piano of John Coates Jr. Is that what you were just playing? Yeah. The 1974 break are appallingly similar to Jarrett. Appallingly however, similar. I thought that said appealingly similar. No, it's, it's appallingly. Uh, however, the story is not that clear. People argue about whether Coates changed his style to be more like his student or not. Amazing. Interesting that he refers to him as a student. That's this is all Ethan Iverson. On Portrait, the 56 Coates trio disc with Wendell Marshall and Kenny Clark. Ever heard of him? Kluke. The music is normal piano jazz without much personality. <laughs> That's so Ethan Iverson. Normal piano jazz without much personality. If Coates somehow had beat uh, his peers to the punch and was starting to play in a simpler, more Mose Allison, Vince Garab, Mose Allison, that's another one oh, yeah, yeah. should have mentioned, yep. before Jarrett left town in 63, then the influence is very literal indeed. White boy blues. I'm not sure if white is really a fair word. Uh, whatever you want to call it, songwriters... Bob Dylan, Lennon McCarty offered slightly syncopated, even eighth songs that explore exploded everywhere that was on a jukebox, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, that's just, you know, I, I think an interesting take. Ethan, Ethan Iverson usually is pretty spot on with his yeah. analysis and his historic delvings it's into true. these things. Either way, it's a very fun musician to yeah. check out. And if you like that 70s Keith countrified, countrified. Thing, you're going to like John Coates Jr. And right. yeah, I encourage you to go take a little deep dive on your own. And if you don't have time to go down to Alabama for some country music, go to Central go to Pennsylvania Central and see what and you can find. By the way, uh, there's probably some musicians out there that had w w would have gone to the Deerhead Inn to yes. hear John Coates Jr. a lot, that would listen to this podcast. Or I'd love to hear how Keith Jarrett's on all drums. Oh, that would be great. If you heard Keith on drums in that trio, or if you just would go and check out John Coates Jr. at the Deerhead Inn, uh, comment on here if you have any stories or if you have any insight into but the whole situation. But before you comment, we're going to need you to sign an affidavit swearing that you were there and you were not just some interloper on We'll need proof. We'll need yeah. a receipt. We'll need a picture. One other thing we need people to do on our YouTube page. Even if you're listening to this pod, we love you, but go to the YouTube channel. You'll hear it. Yep. Our bespoke page. Yep. Free for all. Yep. And leave us a comment. Specifically, consider leaving us a gala because it's required. Listen, it's a the gala is a coat. It's back. It's a John Coat and Tie Affair. So you gotta wear your coats. <laughs>
He dazzled himself. I, he bedazzled himself. I threw that. That's a softball to you, Pete. I knew you'd that's, like that uh, one. Gala is our gentlemen and ladies agreement. We really should call it the Gala gentlemen and ladies agreement and requirement because it is required because the agreement is that we will provide you with an amazing influential. Well, hold on, hold on. You can't I, require an agreement. An agreement implies that there's two sides no, but coming you know, together. Yeah, if you travel to certain countries, own. they have signs saying by entering this country, you are agreeing to this, these following things. That's what this is. Gentlemen, but it's gentlemen and ladies because if you don't want to be a gentleman, if you want to just be a jive turkey, then you don't have to do it. That's Ooh. fine. But if you want to be a gentleman or a lady, please leave gala times 100 as a comment and, and whatever else. Give us a shout out to where you are. We love seeing that. Where a, country are you in? What city are you in? A, a are Jetta, you in Allentown? A Jetta, a jive turkey agreement. A Jetta. Jive turkeys leave nothing. Nothing. They don't do anything. They, they don't, don't subscribe. Anything. They don't comment. They don't do anything. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys. We yeah. love you. Uh, we hope this finds you well. Until next time, you'll hear it.